Hey, 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 Nez Nation Live, how are you guys doing? So nice of you to plug me into your eardrums. Um, I hope you're having a wonderful day so far. I think it's going to get even better because the guest that we're having on, episode 7 of Nez Nation Live, the relaunch, y'all know it's the relaunch, we bring it. Um, we've got an amazing guest, his name's Michael Murphy, and he is kind of classified as the sort of digital handyman. This guy does amazing content creation, video creation. He has an amazing podcast set up, amazing podcast itself. And he's coming on to our show to talk to us about what are some things that we can do um, so we can, you know, create a brand, create some content that really speaks to who we are and aligns with our purpose, our principles, and if you run a business or if you run a brand or any type of organization, small or big, well, you definitely need to be doing a lot of content marketing. And he's going to talk about his awesome strategy on how he executes his unbelievable work ethic and where it all started. So stay tuned, y'all. You don't want to miss. Um, the, the notes are going to be uh, in the show notes, by the way. I'm leaving all the notes on uh, how you can reach uh, Mr. Murphy and where you can contact him as well as where you can join and be a even fuller, more in-depth part of the Nez Nation journey. Um, all those links are going to be in the show notes. So without further ado, let's get right into the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We love y'all. Okay. Enjoy it. <music> this program, if you're new to this podcast, if you're new to this show, this is Nez Nation Live. This is the hub. This is the headquarters. This is your one-stop shop for everything to do with digital media, communications, and business in the 21st century. Please share this out because you're going to learn some killer stuff today. And without further ado, let me introduce my guest. I'm really excited to have this guy on the show. He's somebody I've talked to personally. He's helped me personally. I love his content. He is a one-man band. I call him a digital handyman, a tech handy guy. He does tutorials. He does unbelievable things in content creation and video creation. He teaches, he educates, he, he enlightens. If I forgot anything, Mike, let me know. <laughs> I'm probably really blushed, really red right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mike Murphy. Mike, how are you, man? It's good to see you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to see you, brother. Yeah. I, 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 I want to just start off and, you know, for, for those in the Nez Nation audience, I know this kind of happens a lot with podcasts and, and live shows. Tell just a little bit of a brief history. We are live. Hey, Megan, good to see you. Please share this out. You're going to learn a lot today. You're going to learn a lot today, as you always do on Nez Nation Live. Um, tell our audience just a little bit of a brief history of who you are, what you're all about, what you do while I share this out and then we'll get cooking. And I love questions by the way. So if people have questions, fire away. Anyways, yeah. my name is Mike Murphy. Um, I live in Naples, Florida. I live in an old cottage near the beach. Um, I, uh, I create online content. I like to create tutorials. Like that's my thing. I spent a long time in the photography industry. 
um, sort of being a creative. I was always, you know, working in all the Adobe products, Photoshop and all that. And I just basically would spend all my days learning how to, you know, do the technology. I ran this studio where I literally had to do all, you know, do all the work, marketing, the business, the tech. And I was in heaven because I got to spend all day learning stuff. And then, you know, over time you start to consume and you start to learn as much as you can. And I just felt this overwhelming need to like, I love to just sort of share the stuff that I learned. If it's like something cool and I just wanted to start teaching. So I basically started an online um, presence, which I really didn't have um, and just started building up a brand around teaching and educating and just sharing the stuff that really excites me and interests me and stuff that I think is relevant. You know, I feel like I you know, have a good sense of where the, you know, the new media stuff is going. And um, I just want to learn the stuff and follow along with the technology and whatever I learn. I like to share it in a form of a t- tutorial or what, whatever the case may be. I just, I just like to teach it. So. Yeah. I, I Wow. That really resonates with me, uh, Mike. I love the way you said that. Like it's, I think I truly feel that we're living, and I know my Nez Nation audience will appreciate this. I truly feel that we're living in a pretty unbelievable, miraculous era, especially with just social media and everything that's happening online and digital media, that anybody can really remove the middle person and create content that's valid, get traffic to whatever their platform is, and actually create a business. I know you offer services, right, Mike? Give me a little breakdown on, is it pretty much anything to do with kind of content creation and tech stuff or, or is there other, other facets to your services? Yeah. I mean, I'm like everybody, we try to, at least for me, I try, I do too much, you know, (laughs) exactly. we're all, you ever sleep, Mike? (laughs) I think it's like the nature of the beast. It's like, you're never ending trying to do this, trying to do that. Before you know it, you're kind of, you know, all over the place. So it's really hard to do the things that you, you know, it's hard to finish things. I have a hard time finishing things, you know? Um, I'm telling you right now, Mike, if I didn't have to sleep, I was up till like one in the morning last night, finishing a YouTube video that I I'm super excited about. I can't wait to post. As of this recording, it's probably already out. Um, I feel like, you know, there's never enough time. No, it doesn't seem that way. And it's, you know, like they say, we all have the same amount of time and some people do it. Um, But yeah, so my services, I have a local business where I, you know, go kind of door to door. I drive to people's houses and help them with anything they're stuck with, with their iPhones, iPads, Macs. Um, and that's sort of a, you know, like a freelance type thing. But mm-hmm. I also do the same thing online. Like I do that same service of helping people. Like I don't necessarily need to be in front of them face to face to troubleshoot something or help something. So um, I feel like, you know, the problem solving in general is sort of my thing. Um, I just, I just like when people Hey, I'm stuck with this. You know, what do I do? What tool do I use? Like I, that's the thing that I enjoy doing the most. So I do that on a local thing. And then online I'm building, you know, doing certain things. It's slow go in terms of like having a sustainable business, but I'm building educational products um, in the form of like classes and um, writing some, like I'm writing an ebook right now that it's hoping to be out next week. Um, And with each of the stuff I'm making, I'm trying to make it into kind of a bundled package of like, you know, how to do this or how to do that and just sort of have a couple of different things, whether it's a video, a book and kind of a couple of different formats, depending on people, you know, everybody learns differently. And I know yeah. that. So I'm really about, I'm really about speed in terms of, 
learning things really thoroughly, but really without spending a lot of time. Like I try to make my stuff very like, um, like knowing that people are just frazzled today. And yeah. if you want to learn how to do something, I try to just like get rid of everything else and just say like, this is how to do it. So all the educational products I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do the same. And, you know, that's ultimately how I'd like to kind of make a living online doing that. So. And it's so feasible, right, Mike? I mean, I try to tell my my students and my and my audience alike that this is the only thing stopping you is your own self-limiting beliefs about what you can do and how you can do it. Like I, the idea of hosting a podcast, which I'm so super excited about getting my very own podcast. This is my first, I've been doing live streaming and content creation forever. This is the first time in the last, you know, just month or so that, even the thought and the idea, I've always wanted to do a podcast, but it's always been intimidating to me. Um, right. I'm super excited about it. And it, it's so funny. I was even the thought of like, okay, a podcast, my mind started going in a million different directions. Can't was sort of like the repetitive word. You'll never be able to do it was like the repetitive phrase. I find with my clients, like I do, I use video conferencing tools like this one right here all the time for my client meetings. I find, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, and maybe you have to do this too, that most of my job, most of what I do is trying to really simplify things and just say, look, because I'll say like, I'm going to send you a link to, you know, do this video conference, much like this live stream, Zoom, or sometimes Skype or WebEx or e-meeting or eCam. And, you know, just the thought of that, my clients will go, oh, what do you, what's that? What do you mean link? What's web conference? What's, am I going to be recorded? Is this, it's like... (laughs) (laughs) they get so it's so overwhelming but i always say once you get over that hump you know and and this relates to the podcast mike was so sweet enough to meet with me and talk with me through video conferencing about getting my podcast set up and it turned out to be all in my head it was super super easy i already had the mechanics i already had the back end set up i just needed to go set it up and just basically um just basically apply it you know what i mean Do you find that, do you find Mike, that that's like the biggest part of your gig is just sort of talking them and making them not feel so overwhelmed by this technology? Because I'm not a tech guy, but I do a lot of techie stuff, but it's not as complex as it may seem, right? Yeah, it's tricky. You know, I, I struggled for the longest time thinking that, you know, what I had to teach was more complex or, you know, that I was trying to do more like you know, like stuff that I thought people would not be impressed by, but like, you know, that I thought was more for the advanced user, if you will. Mm. Um, And what I, what I really soon discovered was, and the reason I said something about being quick with my tutorials, really what I try to do, that's my way of simplifying it for people. Because quite honestly, any video that I've made, that's like complicated, or if I'm like, oh, that was really cool video. Nobody cares about that. People care about the most simplest, basic stuff that I make. So the more, the better I'm getting at all this stuff and the more I'm learning, I'm actually dumbing down myself. Like I'm actually seeing everything in this really simplified view um, because quite honestly, that's what I like. I like, I love when I see just like a simple little animation, I could stare at it for hours and you're like, what? right. Yeah. It's the same with the videos. Like yeah. I'll put up a video that will literally be like how to turn on something and I'll get more <laughs> than that than like. Yeah. The thing that I thought, you know, like I spent 10 years learning how to do like, and and it's really, that's again, that's why like, I'm really obsessed with the simplifying things because uh, honestly, 
I think that's the way people respond. Like we love the simple things in life. That's what yeah. everybody gets excited about. And uh, quite honestly, yeah, we do overcomplicate a lot of things. On the other hand, there are things that are complicated and there are a lot of people who need to put more effort into like some of the stuff they're doing if they want to be good at it. You know, there are people who want to be a good podcaster. They want to be good on YouTube. Well, a lot of people make that stuff look really easy and they're going to find out that it's really, really hard to do. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like there is a, there is a trade-off. Like you can learn simply, but you also, it's not all simple to do either. You know, I so, have a perfect example of this too. Like, and I, that was my next question. I have a perfect example of this. So like what I was going to ask you was how important do you think it is that people actually, you know, focus on what they're good at, focus on their strengths and really just outsource the rest of it and just save some time and energy and frustration. And before you answer that, Mike, I have a perfect example. I, I thought very narcissistically <laughs> that, oh, you know, I figured out Canva. I figured out, you know, editing softwares. I figured out, you know, a lot of other things. I can figure out Photoshop. <laughs> and so, and, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, which I'm sure most of you do, you know, Adobe Photoshop is probably the most popular, the most used, the most effective and powerful, you know, um, graphic design, photo editing software there is. I mean, the entire Adobe suite is pretty popular, but uh, I spent very egotistically and narcissistically, I spent probably eight to 10 hours. And I didn't, it, it was like ridiculous. I was like, at one point I just finally had to tell my ego, okay, enough's enough, dude. You're just not figuring this out. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like I tried, I gave it the college effort, the, the, the good old, I, I, I worked, I worked, I tweaked, I tweaked, I tampered. I did everything that I usually do and make things work. And then I look up and the clock is like, I'm like, holy macadamia nut. Look how much time I've wasted. So like how much, how much would you say, because a lot of people who are listening right now and watching right now are people who want to do what we do. They want to create content. They want to create autonomous living. They want to do their own thing. They want to make this a business. I eat, sleep and breathe content creation, but money's important. <laughs> I've got two kids and a mortgage uh, and I'm still teaching at the university, but a lot less now that I've created a couple of online businesses. How important would you say it is to understand where your strengths are and where you need to hire somebody like you or like me to help them with other stuff? Like, where do you fall in that kind of whole like 80, 20 thing and focus, you know, focus on your business, not in your business or in your, I don't even know how they say it. <laughs> I think knowing your strengths and knowing what you're good at is, is the name of everything really yeah. is the thing that I, was the worst at when I first first started doing this. I had no idea what I was really good at. I knew I could do all these little things. I didn't know how people like what people thought of me. Like I didn't know and I was really not self-aware at all in terms of strengths, weaknesses. I just uh, I didn't know. And then really when I started focusing on that, it was like, wow, you know, you start to learn little words and stuff and you associate you're like, yeah, I do that. And the better you can understand that stuff, to me, it opened up a whole it opened up everything to me because I was like, really like, wow, that that's what I'm good at. I'm good at strategy. I'm good at yeah. problem solving. I, I, w I knew I was good at those things. But I didn't really know the words. I didn't really know what it meant, you know? Yeah. So I think knowing your strengths is huge. Um, the outsourcing thing to me is like, it, it's, it's almost like a fantasy land, if you will, to me. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah, 
like, I mean, like, I would love to have somebody doing so much of my stuff. I don't give that advice because I just don't think it's practical for most people, quite right. honestly, starting. Right. Yes, like outsourcing is like, sounds great. Um, I say, just don't worry about stuff that you can't do as much. Like, I mean, yes, if you really have to get something done, like if you, it's so easy today right now to find solutions to things. Like if you're getting yes. stuck because you don't know how to design a thumbnail for your podcast, well, you can probably figure out canva.com. Like, I mean, like there are some things and this is kind of goes back to my, back to my thing. Like there are a lot of people, if you're making excuses that you can't do something like that, it's because you're really not putting the effort in that. Like you're kind of, I think there are certain things today that I don't think there's a lot of things today that you can't fumble your way through. It's not going to be perfect. Like you're not going to know how to use Adobe after effects right off the bat. Like there's no way. (laughs) Not even close, especially me. (laughs) Right. But like, you can learn ScreenFlow and you can use, learn Camtasia. Yes. Like you can learn these things in not, you know, in a weekend. Photoshop, you know, I've been studying Photoshop for about 10 to 12 years. You said like eight to 10 hours. Like, so wow. I, I literally have spent almost every day for the last eight plus years in Photoshop. And I'm still, wow. I'm still like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not hard for me, but it's, it, it, a weekend is not long enough to learn something. <laughs> no, it's not. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> so, Plus, there's all these iterations, right? There's all these updates. There's all these versions. Even like it's endless. You know, yeah, it's endless, and it's nobody's like, a master of the Adobe products. Like, and I spend that's my comfort food. I mean, I literally all the programs I have been learning for years, and I'm still feel. I always feel like a beginner, and even though I know that I'm not, um, it's because they're they're endless like because there's a million ways to do the same thing it yeah. doesn't really matter about being good at these things though you just what you have to do is you have to say i need to create this for in order to do that how am i going to get this job done you go do a tutorial on how to do that you don't have to learn the whole program because you'll never learn it like in you know what i mean and you can you'll overwhelm yourself trying to feel like oh my god i don't understand this program you just need to figure out what job you need to get done for that specific thing yeah. And then fumble your way. And before you know it, you're going to just build up these little skill sets. You're like, oh, I can use ScreenFlow to do that. I didn't even know it. You know, like little things. Um, people get a little bit hung up, I think, in trying. Like, the overwhelm is easy if you're trying to take on like a big thing. Just figure out the small little project project you need done. And today, it's there's too many tools out there that make it easy to do a lot of the stuff that we need to do. Yeah. And there's, and there's amazing tutorials on Mike's YouTube page. There's amazing. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's amazing how, if you just Google something (laughs) like nine out of 10 times, you'll find an answer, you'll find a solution, right? So many people will ask me questions or so many people will, you know, talk to me about like, how do you do this? Or how do you, and it's like simple, simple stuff. I'm like, dude, you just got to Google that. Like, it's very simple. There's a million uh, YouTube tutorials or, you know, I mean, I know Mike's Mike's page, which where I'm going to leave everything in the show notes. And I know Mike for the live stream is going to leave in the comments and, and, and Mike has complete carte blanche to leave as many stuff, many links or any as many uh, sources to, to reach him. Because I know a lot of people listening and watching are going to probably want to reach out to you, Mike, and, and even contract your services. I found something on your website. I, by the way, I love your website, especially the, the kind of value proposition. I'm a one man band who helps people figure things out. 
because this is something I do. I, I help, you know, brands and businesses simplify their messages. And so being an author, being a writing professor and being a content creator, copywriting, right? Value proposition, taglines. Those are, those are things that I, and I just, I can't think of, I can't think of a more perfect, simpler way of putting what you do. I, I think that's brilliant. One thing that really caught my attention because I want to, I want to, what I'd like to do, Mike, is talk about your business first. And then I, I can't wait to get into the content creation stuff because I love what you're doing on obviously YouTube, but definitely Instagram too. I want to talk about that. One thing that caught my attention was this line right here on your website. I have watched over 11,000 lynda.com classes. And he says he finds himself humming the intro music to tutorials. Wow. That's, that's gotta be a record, Mike. And if you don't know what lynda.com is, lynda.com used to be LinkedIn learning. Now it's LinkedIn learning, but it's basically an online platform full of courses and classes and everything from how to be a leader to how to be a social media marketer to, you know, everything pretty much. Right, Mike? Yeah. And, and so 11,000, I mean, talk to us about that. How in the world, what in the world and how? <laughs> like I said, probably like 10, 10 years. Um, there was something, something that I did where like I exported reports or something. Like I'm not big on stats. You'll know that if you don't really pay attention to the things that I should be paying attention. That's why I'd rather talk creative than business. But um I, whatever the thing was like it came out like a history log or whatever and i was like what you know like i saw that number and that, that was even before uh, it was probably more now um it's probably I, more than so you've actually probably watched even more i mean that's like a phd you have like a phd in you know online education i mean that's insane well i think yeah i mean it probably did amount to Two that PhDs. <laughs> well like i mean i literally so i managed this photography studio which was just you know, great for me because I got to do, I was like a kid in a candy shop. Like it was all the stuff that I love to do. Right. But yeah. I didn't know what I was doing when I started. Like I didn't know Photoshop. I didn't know all the stuff and I had to do it. Like I was, we were a really high end busy photography studio and I was the guy. So I had a class going at all times or a podcast in my ear. And when I got home at night, I literally, I would go like out and play with my camera, like learn new techniques. I learned whatever for the studio, lighting, all the stuff. And then I would spend, I would stay up till two in the morning, taking a class on Photoshop, Audition, Lightroom, After Effects, just over and over. I learned everything. And I, I mean, I forgot it as fast as I learned. Like I, <laughs> I, like I just you sound would, like my students. <laughs> I was just like a recycle of stuff. I just figured if I would learn stuff that I was interested in next week, I might not be interested in that more, or I was working on another project. So I was just constantly going and it was literally, yeah, it was like a college education, but I did it because I absolutely just, I need, like, it's like you saying you love content creation. Like, I just need to f feed myself and always kind of get, and feed my, like, curiosity and creative juices, you know? So, um, yeah, so Linda, so we had a, we had a subscription at the studio and, um, you know, I would, I would take other places. She That wasn't the only place I did, but I spent a lot of time learning stuff and, that's what I attribute a lot of like my knowledge is just learning stuff, practicing it. I would just, every time I learned something, I'd try it. And I would just constantly had working on my computer and watching classes. And then honestly, I got tired of just consuming. And that's why, <laughs> that's why I started the website. That's why you started creating. Nice. I just needed to, I needed to get it out of my head. 
I tell my students all the time, Mike, that, you know, if you can find something that obsesses you, find something that, like, I get itchy, I get scratchy, I get feverish if I don't create, you know, and, and right now the number one outlet is just content creation. I mean, I love, love, love it. I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. I can't explain it. You know, I have let the psychologist figure it out. Um, but you know, it used to be, it used to be more music than it was filmmaking. And now all that stuff to me is kind of sort of amalgamizing into content creation with this beautiful, beautiful technology that we have now. And I can't wait to get into the creative side, but just really quickly, um, before we get into the creative side. So if, if people who are listening and watching right now are thinking to themselves, okay, so I would, I, I'm pretty good with, you know, tech and I can talk to people and I can teach people and I'm really interested in it. And I'm good with, you know, maybe Adobe Photoshop or I'm good with, what would you say to them? Like, what, what would you say are the keys to just getting started? You know, and these are people I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, it's safe to say in my audience, people who don't want to work the nine to five grind, okay. uh, even though, even though what we do is not nine to five, it's like nine to two in the morning that <laughs> we started all over again. It's so funny. Like when people say like, Oh, I don't like the eight hour, 40 hour work week. I'm like, dude, then don't be an entrepreneur. Don't be, don't be a creator. Don't be a, a, an independent online business owner because we work, I'm, I'm answering clients emails much to my wife's chagrin, but sometimes laying in bed at one in the morning or last night stayed up all night because I love it. And I'm, I, I know it's important creating videos. What would you say to, to the people listening and watching? What are some keys, maybe one or two, and then we'll get into the fun stuff. Yeah, I'm really practical. Like, I don't really sugarcoat stuff. Like, I tell people, it's at least for me, I'm not the business stuff is a struggle for me. There's no question. Like, I yeah. I can create all day long. I can my head is always going with stuff, and I have common sense for business. Like, I understand it. I've learned yeah. it. I know how it works. I get all the basics of it, but it's really hard to put into practice for me and for probably a lot of people. Like, it is not easy. It's easy to make money online, they say, and it's easy. The opportunities are everywhere, but yet it's not easy. Like, it's not easy to just, you know, like whatever you're going to do, like give a lot of time, give a lot of leeway because it takes so much time to build any momentum. Like, I feel like I'm going on a little over two years and I I feel like I'm just starting to get a little bit of like, you know, forward progress. Yeah. I create content every single day. Like I'm like 900 something days straight of uploading something. Like it's sort of wow. my little thing. I just always something awesome. every day. And I'm not like, it could be just me not being good at marketing. Like there's a lot of combination. You could hack, you can hack your way. You, there'll be people who are better, but I tell everybody, you know, they say like the overnight success thing. I won't go cliches on that, but literally it takes time, no matter who or how good, or you could be the most talented people. I think it's really deceiving for a lot of people at how people catch on. Like the best people you see out there on YouTube have been struggling for a long time. And they're probably struggling every day that yeah. <laughs> just have a really good press. So don't, it's not to be discouraging because I'm like way into pushing people into doing what they want. Like my thing is creating the life you want. Like, don't sacrifice anything that you want to do just because you think it's going to be hard, but also don't, don't think it's going to be, you know, I'm just going to put up a website and people are going to come because 
I, I think it's an amazing amount of time and effort that you have to put in in order to get people. I think everybody's busy. Everybody's doing the same thing. <laughs> this stuff could be so great, but nobody cares. Like, nobody cares. Nobody really cares how good, like, I, I get people, from that. Your, stuff, your stuff's awesome. They're not handing me money. Tell me it's awesome. They're saying it's awesome. You know, like, like you, you don't just, the checks don't come in the sponsor like i, I don't have brands knocking down my door looking for me but yeah no. not yet not yet it's gonna happen but not but yet you know, like i have i have two plus years of a lot of good content and i just keep putting out good stuff or the things i think are good and guess what before i know it it's gonna be like i'm glad i did that you know like but if you don't start if you don't start now if you don't start just just doing little by little little by little you know, you're just going to, you're going to give up all that opportunity where you could have just done something. It doesn't matter how bad, I don't even care how good or bad my stuff is. I just, I mean, yes, I always producing. want it. Yeah. You want it quality, but producing is important. Everything you do. My, one of my favorite things is like your first shitty draft or whatever, you know, like that first yeah. you obsess like, Oh my God, this is so good. It's terrible. It's like, supposed every, to be. Everything you do for the first year is you're going to look back in another year and be like, Oh, oh. Like this is awful. Well, how did I? How did I think that was good? So don't obsess over anything. I have no fear. My strength is I have no fear of like criticism. Like that stuff doesn't bother me. I I am self. I'm very self-critical. I don't I don't care if people think that my stuff is the wrong color. That like doesn't look like I try, but I don't care if like that doesn't keep me up at night. What right. keeps is that I'm improving and that I'm doing what I can. So I think you're also very, you understand who you are. As Aristotle said, the more you know who you are, neither friend nor foe can touch you. Meaning it's not that you're not affected by things, but you know who you are. So you don't have to prove yourself to anybody but yourself. Yeah. Your own critic, your own critic is the ultimate yeah. critic. It's, right? it's harsh. Yeah. yeah I, I do care when people criticize me. It hurts. Like don't yeah. let it you, it doesn't hurt. And you get uh, mean mean people like i get i don't get a lot of bad comments but i get one mean one and you're like it, it stings There's it no does problem. no i think it, we'd be lying if we didn't say it hurt yeah. I, I i agree with you but it doesn't get sticky we try not i think the more you know i i, I say this to mike i love the way you said that it hurts it definitely i had a dude i don't know what it was on one youtube comment it was like something like like you you're you look like you got punched in the face or like you should be yeah. like run over by a bus or I was like, I kind of laughed at first, you know, I'm kind of, it's like that old blue song. I'm laughing just to keep from crying. And like, yeah, it's like, well, dude, that's, that's not cool. Like, wow. Okay. I should be run over by a bus. <laughs> like, thanks a lot. But, 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 but when you know the game and you know the system and I think you do need thick skin and you're going to get punched in the face a lot by these comments, trying not really trying to cultivate not letting it get too sticky like it's gonna hurt but let it hurt it's okay you're a human being just don't dwell on it and let it get too st that's what i mean by letting it get too sticky uh, just keep moving on and doing your thing and actually actually if you have a little perspective and you understand that the more that i produce the more that i may maybe am going in the right direction the more of that kind of opposition one thing that just came to mind right now is einstein said that always always successful people, always great minds are met with violent opposition. And that's a normal thing. 
So it's interesting, like what you say. Yeah, I definitely, definitely hurts. And one thing I just want to add before we get into the really fun stuff, I know the business stuff can be kind of businessy, but I'm curious and I know my audience is, there is no such thing as passive income. <laughs> there, is, there is such a thing as passive income, but if you think that you're going to lay on the beach and it's all coconut and yachts, Nez Nation, you're in for a world of hurt. They've heard me say this before, but it bears emphasis. It I, is- want it. I want it though. yes i'm I'm on the side that wants it i want full passive income (laughs) yes Uh, and and you know i i do have i i do have passive income streams i mean they're not crazy but i do but it's what i mean by that is i i i I know you (laughs) i know mike knows but but those of you who are listening and watching you when it's your thing when it's your thing, if I was working for Pepsi Cola or working for IBM and it was passive income, I probably would not pay attention to it. But when it's your thing, you know, I guarantee you the CEO of IBM keeps an eye on it. When it's your thing, you pay ultra close attention. You're always working and it doesn't feel like work. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, content creation, when you're doing these, which is, uh, I mean, exorbitant amounts of effort and sweat and struggle. I was pissed off last night that I had to go to sleep. <laughs> I would have continued editing. I would have continued working on this video because I'm really proud of this video. I added some cool music to it. I felt, I, I felt, which is very rare for a creator. I was very satisfied from beginning to end with it, which rarely happens as a creator. I know you creators can relate, but like I was, when you get to that point where you're like, damn, I got to go, like, I can't even keep my eyes open. I want to keep working. I think that's a good sign that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I am excited to do everything I do. And I mean, in this line of work, yes, I there are things that I get things really weighing heavy on me because I'm trying to get stuff out the door. Um, I have a hard time doing the things that I really should be doing, like uh, like making pl- products that are gonna you know give me passive income. Those things are hard for me. I could make ten tutorials a day and be in pure heaven if I if I really you know could do that. Um, but I can't, you know, like I have to, you have to balance, you have to sort of sacrifice a little bit, maybe ultimately. Um, and then in terms of just to go back on the, the taking ownership or when it's your own thing, I have certain things that are giving me passive income, like Amazon affiliate stuff that I'm not actively out there doing stuff. But when I get a check from Amazon for $50, 75, like, it's a cool feeling. Like it oh, is it's like, the best. <laughs> like I put products out. I put stuff out there with the links of that product. I don't even know where half the stuff is. Like, I, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I, this I, is the I, world like, we live in. It's amazing. Like, but I'll be like, I, I made a hundred bucks, and like, it's it's really cool feeling. Like, so there is, I there is passive income. Don't let don't let them tell you there's no passive income. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> there is. Everything Professor just Ned Nez just said is a crock. <laughs> The, the problem is you have to put an enormous amount of work into getting the the passive income in place, and that's it's never passive that way. But you know, I I mean, ultimately, like I would like to create products that are sold twenty four seven, and you know, like that's passive income. Yes, yes. it's going to take constant it's work. It's possible too, but it's and it's. I think one thing I think a lot of people when you start online. You read a lot of the experts, the gurus, the people who are really the ones that you go to that I went to when I was kind of up and running. I had no idea. Um, Probably the same people that a lot of people do. Their standards of what they think is being successful are way above what I really want 
and what most people need to live. Like when people oh, say yeah. you can't make it on YouTube because you're only going to make like 2,500 bucks a month. Well, guess what? 2,500 bucks a month is, is I'll take it. more than I want on YouTube right now. <laughs> Like, now you hear that you start get when you start going through down that initial thing you're having your head like i'm going to be making millions or you know i'm making you know hundred thousand dollars a month on affiliate thing that yes that's not going to happen but if you can piece together 100 here 500 there 400 there like it adds up and oh yeah oh, i think yeah. that's i was lost in that little bit and i i'm really simple about everything like i live simply i don't have a lot of bills but yet when I first was going, you had these big numbers in your head. You're like, wait, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I don't need to make $10,000 an hour. Like, <laughs> but like the people that sort of preach. You like, don't need you, nine yachts, uh, uh, Mike. <laughs> you don't need that. And I think, but I think sometimes that's hard to unravel and that's hard to kind of get out of your head. Like, Oh, I'm only making, you know, there's so-and-so teaching that I could make this. You just need to find that thing that you can kind of just do like, easily not easily like so well that it is easy you know or so natural i i think we just try too hard sometimes at the beginning and then you end up just kind of backing up and you could save yourself a lot of time if you just go into it like just common use common sense like yeah i love what you say there and as nation heed this please heed this what mike's saying realistic expectations be practical don't don't fall for the fantasy not to say that, you know, not to belittle if you have if it big, happens, awesome. yeah, it happens. If, you, if it happens, awesome, right? If you have big aspirations, big dreams, go for it by all means. But it is a long game. It's definitely a long game. Um, the people who are quote unquote overnight successes, you only see the results. You don't see the sweat, the blood, the tears. They make it look easy because they've been doing it for a really, really long time. I got into live streaming back in 2000, late 2015, 2016, but I've been live streaming my entire career because I get in front of a live audience in a large lecture hall of sometimes 200, 300 students. I'm doing a live stream because what's a live stream essentially? It's talking to an audience in real time and either educating them, informing them, entertaining them, hopefully all three. So so, so this is, it, it was something that I, cause I get comments all the time. I get, dude, it's, it seems like you've been like live streaming forever. You're so natural in front of the camera. I said, no, 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 no. I've been doing this. I've been doing the live thing for a very, very long time. Um, I was, a, and Mike's completely right. You look back. Oh my God. I don't know any YouTuber. I don't know any video creator, content creator who's like, wow, those early videos were just scrumptious. <laughs> no, I don't know any. I mean, when I look back at my early, I'm like shaky camera. I'm like looking at the wall. I'm like falling backwards. I'm like, the lighting is terrible. I've got like, you know, it's just, oh my, it's like cringe. It's painful. When I get a comment from any video that's over a month long, I look back, I'm like, oh my Do God. Do I even want to look at this? <laughs> like, literally, I got comments last week about, from videos from a year ago and I looked at it and the green screen, my, it was like awful. Like everything was bad. And I'm just yeah. saying to myself, I don't even know if the content, like it's, it's it really embarrassing. Like yes. it's, but yes. yeah, but yet you again, get better, but you get much, 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 much better as time yeah. goes on, That's as it. you produce, you get much better. And, and, and thinking about production, I, I was some, I just now popped in my head. One of my favorite filmmakers of all time, Stanley Kubrick. I'm sure Mike knows who Stanley Kubrick is. Um, he did Full Metal Jacket, 2001 Space Odyssey for those Nez Nation listeners. He only made nine movies, but they were like masterpieces, right? 
his first movies were not like his first two they were good like everybody saw the potential but even kubrick you know in interviews much later has said my god my first five movies sucked they were terrible um and he wanted to always produce more you got to be patient you got to be practical you got to be reasonable okay i want to get into content creation I'm some, excited about this. Let's get into creative yeah. stuff. For crying yeah. out loud, Mike, enough business. I like to talk about. So how do you how do you go about it? Like I want to. I'm really specifically. I want to talk about what con- types of content you like to create the most. Uh, we've talked about tutorials. We've talked about YouTube. I definitely want to dive deep into Instagram. I think Instagram is like probably going to take over Facebook as of this recording uh, in 2018 April. Um, but, uh, you know, and I, and I've been watching your stories, really interesting stuff, very personal for somebody who, you know, for somebody who, uh, I've heard you say before, you can't stand watching yourself or you can't like, you're doing a lot of stuff with Instagram stories. Talk about that a little bit, Mike, if you don't mind. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, probably embarrassing if I was, I would never, (laughs) I would never look at, I know I would never look at those. Uh, Yeah, I have (laughs) I have a thing about, I just don't, I just move. Can't you see, you can see your face while you're recording it. Can't you? You know what? It's so weird because I don't even care. Like, I don't care. Like, it's not like I'm self, like, I don't worry about that. I just, I, 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 I'm so like, I'm always just moving my head forward. Like I don't look back. I like that. Weird. I just have this thing like, and it is embarrassing. Like, I don't like to see myself talking. I don't like to hear myself talk. Like I just, uh, yeah, I totally get that. And by the way, just really quickly, Mike, before you answer, everybody in the chat, please let us know where you are, what you're doing, how you got here. And also, if you have any questions for the incomparable Mike Murphy, Mr. Mr. Everything, Mr. Everything in tech and and, wow. and handy. <laughs> I call him the digital handyman. Let us know if you have a question. I'm going to answer it. Hey, Jay, good to see you, Carinder, Megan. So, yeah. So, Mike, so talk to us about your Instagram strategy and content strategy overall and why you feel that's important to do. Okay. Instagram stories is honestly like my daily vlog that has no, no, like, boundaries for me. So, I would I would prefer to actually do like a YouTube video where I could share my whole journey and really record it and document it it's really hard to do and maintain and actually do it. Like I don't have the, the, I could do it. Like I could, I have the video chops and all that to pull off a daily vlog if I wanted to. And I probably would be obsessed about it and spending way too much time doing it. (laughs) Honestly, like that's probably why you don't do it. It is why I don't do it. But in Instagram stories is literally like my daily journal vlog. Like it is the way that I am able to share what's going on in my head. I don't even care if anybody's watching it. That sounds like a terrible thing to say. I do care. I hope people That's like- That's probably why people watch it though. It's that paradox, I, right? I don't think like, I think people would be really surprised at like how I am doing it in hopes that people are actually inspired by it, but I literally have no boundaries in terms of what I share. And if I knew people were watching it, I probably would feel, I probably would hold back or I probably would be like, you, you know what I mean? So like, I literally just, I talk and I try to think of things. I mean, I am always trying to think of things that people are going to, that are going to help somebody through what I have to say, but I share the things that are really, I think, that I'm really going through because chances are there's probably other people in the same thing. Like when I'm stressed out or struggling or whatever, like I try not to be complaining. I feel like the last month or so I've been really like not negative, but like just, you know, I've been stressed about 
trying to get stuff done. I, I hate when I find myself like that's my momentum because I try to be really upbeat personally. Yeah. No, I, th- I don't think it comes off that way. And as a matter of fact, I think you've really tapped into the main, I think what I think is one of the main draws of Instagram, especially Instagram stories, which is the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Like they see the nice video, they see the nice YouTube, they see the nice whatever live stream or listen to the podcast. It sounds smooth. This dude knows what he's talking about. Revealing those struggles, I think revealing those stresses, revealing the day to day. And like I've always wanted to know, like I always wanted to know how does Bob Dylan eat a salad? Like, or so, you know what I mean? Or like, does this guy like order like French fries? Is he, you know, like this is the whole reason why these periodicals exist right or these like tmz crap right like they it's that or the reality show things i mean that's why real world and kardashians it's that behind the scene you really tapped into that like one story i really thought was so cool where you talked about the food that you eat and then um i can't remember like if it was like just beans you put it in a crock pot and and then you said lots of hot sauce you're like i like hot sauce and i and i was like holy crap, like, I can relate to that. Like, I put hot sauce on everything. I put hot sauce on eggs. I put hot sauce. My wife always is like, you're putting hot sauce on everything. I, I do. I love hot sauce on, like, all my food. I think that I think that draws people in. And, and I don't know if it's – it's just really natural. You're very natural about it. And you do a lot of them, dude. You do a yeah. lot of them. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, it's sort of my – it's the way that I envision doing like a daily documentation. Like it's, I'm doing myself a little bit of injustice by not exposing it to more people. You know, it, 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 it deletes after 24 hours. I could save them and I could put them, repurpose them. Like I could do all that. And I tell people to do that, but it, the reality is it's, it, it would be too involved for me to actually do it in the way that I think is genuine and the way that like, I can just flow, you know, like plus time. I mean, it takes a lot of time, right? I mean, what Casey does, what all these YouTube vloggers do, which is brilliant storytelling, I think. Yeah. Um, and they, you, 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 I think you could probably most definitely make it look as good as those guys with their fancy, you know, cannons. Not even close. You don't have like the fancy, like, you know, I do, do, but he's don't underestimate his, his skills. They are. Oh, they're awesome. I love They're in, they're in pro pro level. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm so impressed with what they do. I, I really am. I mean, his latest thing, the 368 thing has got me. It's insp- to me, it's like inspiring because I like to feel that I'm a fellow video creator. I know definitely you are. And I love creating videos. I love creating stuff on YouTube. And, and what he what he teaches, and this is what I think really relates to your content strategy, Mike, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, especially Instagram stories. It's like, the same thing I try to tell my students too. It's, it's, you're not selling a salesman. A true salesman never sells a true brand or company never sells. They just tell their story effectively. And when yeah. they tell their story effectively, this goes back to Aristotle, 3000 years, the art of persuasion, you tell your story well, and it's going to resonate with the right people, the right people. You don't, you don't want to resonate with everybody. It's impossible because there's going to be people who are like, who's this Mike Murphy guy? Who's this Nez guy's full of crap. That's natural. It's going to happen. You know, it's, there was a funny Seinfeld episode all about it. You can't be liked by everybody. You just can't. You're going to find the right audience by telling your story effectively. What do you think about that, Mike? I, I agree. And I'll go back. And this I is was so- hoping you'd say I disagree. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is we need a- ratings here, Mike. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and this is sort of a tip. Yeah, I'm not a conflict guy. So no, I'm, you- totally, I'm totally teasing. <laughs> you, uh, this is sort of a tip, sort of a strategy. Yeah, sort yeah, of- yeah. Just, um, 
with the Instagram stories, the one thing that, so I'm really big on to practicing your craft and like, I'm obsessed with like just getting better, like by doing, like you can't do it any other way. You can do it and you can teach it. And those are the two things that make you exponentially better than everybody. If you're yep. thinking about everything you're going to do, if you're just sort of learning through tutorials, you're getting better, but you're not really getting there until you start doing it and you start like one sharing it. So with my Instagram stories, yes, it's a kind of a personal release. You know, I call it like my therapy almost to a certain degree, but yeah, I think the thing that people underestimate and I don't always make note of when I'm doing my Instagram stories, I'm practicing video. I'm practicing being creative. I'm taking shots of, I'm looking at the world and like, different angles like i am being creative i'm learning how to make things move and how to do like little animated gifs and stop motion like i am getting comfortable on the camera and the other thing is i'm getting much better at storytelling because of this because i wake up every day thinking like oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i could actually craft a kind of instagram story from this when i go somewhere i think about sharing it with an instagram story all that stuff without you even knowing it is making you, it's just compounding into this like skill set that is what everything, what everybody is going to need, whether they know it or not. That I never thought I was a storyteller. Like I never thought that that was a skill of mine. And I knew I kind of had to work on it. And then I'm like, like, this is fun. And, And actually that is the reason that people are interested in you because they can relate to your story. And if you know your story and if you know how to tell it, like, things start getting a little easier. You start looking at all of the videos, everything you make is sort of this little, like, how do I craft? How do I, I mean, you're a writer coach. Like you, that's like, that's your language. And you know, but doing something simple, like talking to my camera, people think I'm crazy, but I'm practicing. Like I'm actually getting more comfortable looking at the camera. Like, and I'm, and I'm practicing my creative skills without having to, like I can keep doing what I'm doing, but I'm still getting better at everything I'm doing at the same time. So it's just like a win-win for me. So Yeah, and, and, and I love what Jay says in the chat. Thank you, Jay. Jay says, I like this discussion, confirms what I like to do, and I like to think the stories are practicing. Uh, wow, he says, I just typed that as Mike said it. <laughs> Synchronicity, <laughs> baby. Thank you, awesome. Jay. That's very, very yeah. cool. And don't, listen to what, listen to what Mike says. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I was just going to say, don't underestimate those little tiny things that you're doing all the time. Like, I'm really obsessed with that. Like, like just the little, the littlest things that you do, whether you make that one extra video, that one thing, it it makes all the difference in the world. That's why I like do daily content. Like, it's not because I want to do it. It's not because it's always helping me all the time. It's just because I know the, I know that I'm just keep getting better. And before you know it, you're like, huh a lot better at this i didn't even know that i put in that time you know what i mean like you just totally turn around one day and you're like oh i actually this is once was really hard for me and now i don't i just didn't even realize i don't think about it that much anymore you know it just is natural and that just comes from the littlest things that you might not even think are important when you're doing it but it is important so and i love what you said when you said people might not even realize how important these skills are and that Video, 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 I think is the predominant form of communication in the 21st century. Um, Let's not, you know, beat around the bush. We know that these devices are mainstays. We know that this is how people are interacting. This is how people are engaging. There's even data. And I like what you said earlier, Mike, I'm not a big data guy either. (laughs) But uh, it was funny. I used to, I was, I was almost as good when I was in my 20s, 
almost good enough to become a professional poker player. But, you know, people would always tell me the odds. Well, if you got an ace king versus an ace queen, or if you got pocket eights versus pocket ten, they'd always tell me the odds. And I always hated it. I was like, don't, you know, to quote Han Solo, never tell me the odds. <laughs> I just never liked it. I'm, I always went by feel. I always went by feel. I don't know. Maybe that's just the creator in me or God knows what, or maybe I'm just an idiot. I'll be more than happy to admit that. I always just went by feel. If I felt it, if I felt I needed to go for it, if I felt I needed to push, I did. But my question, my last question before we get out of here was going to be, how has this helped your business? This video creation, Instagram stories, YouTube, all this content creation, how has this helped your business? And I think you answered it in a beautiful way, indirectly almost, by saying these are skills that everybody's going to need. And when people Google Mike Murphy, Yes, his website will come up, but his Instagram account will come up. His YouTube channel will come up. When people Google Professor Nez, which this is what everybody's doing now. They're Googling you. They're checking out your reviews. They're checking out what's this dude's digital presence like. Mike, what would you, what, would you agree with that? Or just kind of the final question, because we talked about the business. We talked about your content creation, your strategy. How have those two commingled? How has your content creation, how have you leveraged that? for your business? Because I know I've been getting a lot of business with my video creation, which I'm very grateful for. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I think the more you do, the more confident you get in your, like you start to sort of believe that, okay, like I actually know what I'm doing or, you know, like I, I struggled for a while. Like I didn't know I was, I always, people would say like, yo, you're really good at this. I had no idea, you know, but then the more you do it, when it becomes second nature, you, you, you sort of develop this natural confidence in yourself because it's, it, it is sort of becoming easier to do certain things. Right. So when people yeah. ask you, you know, Hey, can you help me? Like, so my business is going to people's houses and fixing like their iPhones, you know, like their stuff. Nothing scares me because like, I, like this is the stuff that I'm now living in, you know, like it's what I'm doing all the time. So I can't fix everything. I don't know everything, but yet like I, I fully it's just becoming a natural sort of confidence booster, I guess. And that helps your business because, uh, you know, I feel like I could help anybody at this point. And a lot of it has to do with just from doing it over and over and over again. And yes, like there's still a lot of things that I need to do business wise. And, um, you know, it's not like, not like I'm fending people away, but like, I do think that all of this is helping my business now and I also think that like in two years from now, when the whole world is in this thing, like I'm going to be that much set up. Like that's my plan is like, yeah. is like I'm paying attention to where the world is going. And I feel like, I feel like when the whole rest of the world decides that, Oh crap. <laughs> I didn't even like, I feel like there's a lot of this world. Who I love the way you said that you're anticipating smartly. Because you're right. Like when everybody else finally goes, okay, I need to stop being an old fuddy duddy. I need to get on Instagram. I need to get on YouTube. They're going to be like, well, Mike Murphy's been there for, wow, five, 10 years. Like holy macadamia nut, right? Just everybody. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who get it and are trying to do their best. You know, they're writing stuff. They're doing podcasts. They're experimenting with all the stuff that's kind of relevant. But there are a lot of people who are completely ignoring it. They're not even like they're, they seem to be blind to this major disruption that's happening right now. And, you know, I'm sort of saying, I think I'm going to be ready when people come running to the internet saying help, you know, <laughs> exactly. I, I think we all are. Like, I think you're setting it up beautifully. And, and the, the cool thing is Mike is your energy, your passion for it, your love for it is obvious. It's apparent. Like I can, 
I can totally see it. Tommy Willis in the house. Hey, Mike, you old blab alumni. Jay says, oh, yeah, we know Tommy. Tommy's a, Tommy's a hoot. How are you, Tommy? Good to see you. Thanks for coming in at the very last second. We got to go for crying out loud, Tommy. Great timing as always. Jay Garrett says, I used to tell people, hold on, I need my glasses. I'm an old dude. I used to tell people the value in Snap was just getting to practice video. Now, IG Instagram stories is the practicing app. And you give value to people who are getting to know you. And I'm in sales. People buy from people they like. That's the thing about Mike. And Mike, I know Mike's going to hate this. But I have to say it like I knew from the first second, I was like, I'm always again, like going back to what I said, if this isn't BS, it sounds like BS. I'm a feel dude. Like I feel it out. I'm a really, I like, there's a lot of things I'm bad at. One thing I'm really good at is reading people. I feel, and this comes from just dealing with people my whole life from starting businesses as a kid, being in telemarketing when I was 15, talking to people, dealing with people my whole life, right? Teaching, whatever. Um, I knew from the get-go that this dude, just his, 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 I don't want to say authenticity, but his integrity and his realness and his energy really comes forth right when you start talking to him. And I think that's the staple of anybody who wants to be successful. One thing Warren Buffett taught me a long time ago, when you want to hire people, you look for three things, intelligence, hard work, and integrity. If they don't have integrity, the first two don't matter. Your name and your word, Nez Nation, means everything. It means more than all the money you have in the bank. If you don't have your name or your word, you don't got Jack. And Mike Murphy has both of those. And I just want to say, (laughs) Tommy, Tommy says, Tommy goes, ah, that's a bunch of BS. (laughs) You know, Tommy, I was... (laughs) I was it's trying to have a Jerry Springer final thought moment and you just ruined it. <laughs> Cause he, he, he knows who I am. He's like, you're full of this. this guy. <laughs> He's like, are you talking about the right guy? <laughs> you saying, I'm going to cut you off short. I want to pin that comment. Oh, that's a bunch of BS. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. As always, you're a huge support of Nez Nation live. <laughs> so, uh, so Mike, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I just want to say on behalf of Nez Nation, on behalf of all of us, we're super grateful that you were on the show. I, I, I mean, I can't believe it. An hour passed in five minutes, it felt like. Yeah, that's Could great. Get, I want to give you the opportunity. I know I'm going to share, share your links and your website in the show notes. Um, and I know you're going to go back in the comments and share your links as well. But tell our audience right now where they can find you, how they can find you if they, in case they want to connect. Yeah, uh, MikeMurphy.co is my main website, Mike at MikeMurphy.co. You can always email me. Um, honestly, the, the thing I like most is people reaching out, asking questions. Hey, can you help me with this, whatever. So if you're stuck on anything, you can get me at my email. You can get me at Mike Unplugged. On, Mike Unplugged is sort of my name on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, everything, Facebook. Um, so reach out with anything. It doesn't matter if you're just stuck with something, you have a question about gear, you have a question about software, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm really into the Q&A. I'm doing a live show Q&A on Monday nights um, starting this Monday. If you want to get me on Facebook. This is brand new? Brand new. Monday nights. Yep. And to- oh, that's cool. actually where right, new time. You're kind of saying that with a little hesitancy or you're not, you're not. Uh, as I don't promote stuff. Life, like, I'm, I'm easy going about stuff. Like I, yeah. I, I that's my problem. But anyways, 
Well, what do you, let me ask you really quickly. What do you, what do you predominantly, I know you do YouTube. I know you do podcasting. You don't do a lot of live streaming. This is like your first. Yeah. yeah I mean, I started, that's where Tommy, I, I saw from blab is when I, fr- I did blab for about a year and a half where I oh, did nice. every Monday night. Um, I did a Q and a, um, oh, cool. people come on and I've been, I probably would still be doing it if that platform had still been up. It was just really easy for me to come on. Um, I require things to be sort of convenient if it's like an extra project. Like I don't, I push myself, but I also am very cautious about overstretching myself right? because um, I do overstretch myself. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it has to be really sort of mainstream and smooth for me in order to jump a thing. So um, yeah, so I've been waiting to do a Q and a just because it's my favorite thing to do. Um, yeah. So I'm doing, you know, it's kind of like, a professor, like an office hours. That's it. I'm going to, you come in, if you have stuff you want to talk about stuck with, Hey, look at my website, look at this design, look at help, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Or if nobody shows up for a night, then I'll just maybe edit a video or show you how, you know, I'll just make a tutorial online and you can watch it. Um, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to be sort of me making myself available, which I think, you know, that face to face or is, key and if i you know i have a tendency to just get in my own little world and create stuff so um i do think the face-to-face is really big and you know um it's not something i do naturally all the time so but i love it so i think you should do more of it i think you should do more of it. i i i'll I'll just be i'm gonna i'm gonna just say this right now out of all the instagram stories that i watch and i don't watch a lot because i'm too busy with my own thing I I make sure to watch yours. I don't know why. I just, I just do. I mean, I know why, but I don't know why particularly I just am drawn to it. I think you've got an energy that's differentiated itself here. I'm doing some business consulting now. This is pathetic. I I mean, I'm serious. Like I think your, your approach and your delivery is such the antithesis to this whole, Hey, hustle, hustle and work your butt off. And I'm this guy. And Hey, I'm Mike Murphy. I'm going to come in at you like crazy Nez here. Um, you're, you've got a more, it's, it really lends itself. It's a nice compliment to all that other kind of raucousness, if you will. I think you should do more of it. I love it. I think it's, I think it's awesome. I live on the beach, you know, you gotta be. (laughs) Mike, if you get any more mellow, you're going to ripen and you're going (laughs) to don't, don't do that. Okay. Mike, you're, you're mellow enough. (laughs) That's why Nez, that's why Nez gets his hooks in you. See, Nez comes along puts a little bit of a jolt, a little electricity. And you're like, oh my God, get this guy away from me. <laughs> well, hey, um, this has been a blast. What a killer interview. Um, everybody listening right now, please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you check out Mike Murphy. You have to get him on Instagram, on YouTube, and go to his website if you ever need anything, any kind of help. He offers just unbelievable services. He's got great reviews. Thank you. Thank you again, Mike. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening, except for Tommy. No, I'm kidding, Tommy. We love you. (laughs) Um, And this is Nez Nation Live, y'all. This is your one-stop shop, digital media, communications, and business in the 21st century. This is the only place you need to go. We love y'all. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you, Mike, and we'll see you guys all next time. Thank you. (laughs) 